You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. This is a something podcast. Retro Club, yes, that is right, we are back again. It has been way too long. I'm Dave, online I've got Suzanne. Hi there, glad to be back. It has been just way, way, way too long since like any of us had talked and done any podcasting. Um, so I I don't know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you know, you're dealing with kind of all the ick of the pandemic and you know it's just like you start to analyze you know i don't know i i I don't know how to explain it but you start to analyze things and you're like you know what i'm just eh, and it's too much effort too much effort i don't want to do it and suddenly podcasting became that um at least for me i don't know about you suzanne um so um this is my attempt to get back to normal back to what we were doing before where we were having fun talking and enjoying each other um so damn it we're doing it here we are yes (laughs) yeah i think well once the pandemic started to ease up for a while i mean it's not it's it's not easing up anymore but uh i I think everybody was like we want to get out of the house want to go places with family um and it's true i guess podcasting kind of took a little bit of a back seat right but you know, you don't want to let it just go by the wayside. So exactly, gotta exactly. get back into the gotta get back into the groove. Exactly. Yep, that, that's my thought process exactly. And so Suzanne and I have decided we, you know, for to keep it simple, to keep ourselves just kind of on track with something, so that we're able to produce something and share it with you, our listeners, who have been very patient. Thank you for that. Mm. Um, you know. We're going to go right back into picking up where I had left off with the 1980s essential movie list. Uh, so that's what we're doing. We're going to we're going to start there, 
and hopefully Suzanne and I will expand that to you know additional topics, not just the essential list in the in the near future. Um, but this is just for us to get you know get back into our groove. Um, so what we're doing is we're picking up where where the list has been left off. So if you guys remember, if you're listening to the 1980s essential movie list, this was a countdown that was put in by uh, RottenTomatoes.com listing 140 1980s essential movies. I One time I put it as my personal challenge to start going through that list, starting at 140 and working our way to number one. And I actually ended with number 57 and did not continue. So this is us picking up that ball and running with it. So this is number 57, <laughs> which is The Killer, which was released in 1989. Now, what I've done before with these is I usually insert like the uh, the trailer uh, for this, you know, for the particular movie. I think the trailer might be in a foreign language, so I don't know if that's going to translate very well, but I'll give it a shot. I'll see if I can insert that here. One of the ten best films of the year, a high-octane mixture of outlandishly stylized camp and outrageously sensational shootouts. <laughs> Outrageously exhilarating, guaranteed to tingle the most jaded moviegoer's palate. A film concocted with nitroglycerin, the combined energy of the Road Warrior, Robocop, and the Terminator. Killer is great cinema. The Killer, a thriller comedy that will leave you breathless. If I did, then you heard the the trailer. If not, then it was something a foreign <laughs> language, and it may not have worked well for English listeners. So well, we'll, we'll see what happens there uh, when I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> I did cheat and listen to the trailer. Oh, look for a trailer. Okay. And found found both. Found one in English and one. Oh, okay. Um, Perfect. That was I, I'm I'm not sure which Asian language it is because I um we're not supposed to look up. Too much, you know. We're not supposed to cheat and look at stuff, but <laughs> well, you know, I, I think the trailer. Looking at the trailer works. You that that's fine. It was a lot of like just like guns shooting. <laughs> okay. People just shooting each other, point blank, and lots of blood. And I don't know that you really need uh, um, subtitles for that. <laughs> <laughs> not too much. Not too much. No. <laughs> and and you know. This, the part that I was alluding to, I was talking to Suzanne before we started, um, was that I actually do remember I had recorded this, uh, an episode for this particular movie um, a while ago. Um, and it was one of those things that I got to the part where I got lazy with the editing 
and I never edited it and posted it. And as I was also alluding to Suzanne, I was also in the thought process to redo my laptop and I moved all those files somewhere. <laughs> and now oh, no. I've got to try to find out what I did with it. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I think there is another version of, you know, my review of the killer um, that I had talked about before. But trust me, you didn't miss anything because back then <laughs> I said I didn't see the movie. I'm saying the same thing again. I did not okay. see the movie. I have not seen this. <laughs> I've never, I barely even heard of this, actually. <laughs> but that's not that surprising. It's not like this is, this isn't really my genre. Right. But, but it's just kind of ironic that we're jumping back into the podcast by saying neither of us have seen this movie. <laughs> but here's what we have to say anyway. Well, you know, I mean, we have to get through, you know, this one to get to the, to the really good stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the really good yeah. stuff being like the top 25, if you will. Um, you know, and I think the majority of the, you know, at the other side of 50, you know, there's going to be a lot more of the, oh, yeah, yeah. I love this movie. Yeah, um, good stuff coming up. Good stuff right, coming up. Right, exactly. So this is just a stepping stone. And I've said that before okay. on, you know, previous episodes of the Essential Movies is that sometimes, you know, this is just the necessary little step to get us to the big steps. Um, so, you know. In my take on it, you know, it looks like, you know, based on the movie info, it says mob assassin Jeffrey is no ordinary hired gun, the best in his business. He views his chosen profession as a calling rather than simply a job. So in beautiful nightclub, how do you say that? Chantus? Chantus sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Jenny is blinded in the crossfire of his most recent hit. Jeffrey chooses to retire after one last job to pay for his unintended victim site restoring operation. Uh, uh, victim site restoring operation. But then, but when Jeffrey is double-crossed, he reluctantly joins forces with a rogue policeman to make things right. Um, so when I'm reading the movie info, um, you know, and I realize this came first. This was 1989. But in my mind, I'm reading John Wick. Um so it, it feels like okay. John Wick meets uh, Lethal Weapon to me. Okay. Um, I okay. don't know. I don't know how I'm accurate single, that I, is I've a description. Seen, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of comparisons. Like maybe either a lot of the films that came later were influenced by this. You right. know, it's a lot of the kind of tense gunfire uh, type of uh, thriller type movies. Um like Quentin Tarantino movies and stuff, and maybe Ang Lee and that kind of thing. So, so uh, you know, it sounds like he he had the, his finger on the pulse of the way movies were going to go as far as this kind of these kind of violent films go. Right, and I, and I think you know, in you know, maybe you know the Asian type cinema, you know, this was kind of a staple. You know, I mean, go back to the Bruce Lee days. You know, there was nothing sure. but action and, you know, uh, in those type of movies, you know, and, That's true. you know, so I think this is just, you know, staying on track as to what, you know, you know, what, what, you know, what does well in, I guess, that market, um, mm. I would assume, you know, and, but, you okay. know, in this case, maybe 
I don't know how much of it is in, you know, around the, the martial arts, you know, versus just straight up, you know, pulling a gun and shooting somebody. Um, you know, but I'm sure it works. <laughs> you know, John Woo, very <laughs> accomplished director. Um, you know, uh, so, you know, he, he, that's his, his staple, you know, and, mm. you know, I, I think, you know, for, you know, people that are into that genre, you know, like, you know, fans of movies like John Wick, you know, it probably, you know, it probably did, you know, was one of the staples or not staples or one of the movies that set things up for the future, you know, because mm-hmm. this was, you know, influenced by probably the Bruce Lee movies from the 70s, you know, but now it had a spot in, you know, solidified in the 80s of that action drama shooting up type of lethal weapon kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, and, and now it's influenced, you know, the rest of movies like this, you know, like John Wick. It's, it, it's got a little chivalry in there, though, you know, he's he's right. doing this, he come, he's, he's not going into retirement, so he can kind of make good on the fact that he blew out this these, this singer's eyesight and what have you, so, you know, sounds kind of noble in a way. Have you seen the tra- yeah. the transporter? No. You haven't seen those. Okay. No. No, I don't think so. Yeah, and that's uh John Statham, Statham. Um, okay. And um that one um at least the first one. I, I I don't remember too much of the second or third or you know whatever number they're on. Um you know, but yeah. you know, it's the same kind of thing where his job was to uh, takes, you know, um, a package, you know, given to him and, you know, take it from one place to another, usually involved a uh, high risk scenario, whether, you know, but he never really paid attention to what the package w- was in the package. And so he had uh, hard set rules, you know, don't look at the package, don't know names. I just want to know the address when you need it there, mm. that kind of thing. And of course, the one time he breaks his rules, the package turns out to be this young girl, you know, that he ends up having to feel sorry for, or he feels sorry for, and he starts helping. So, you know, Aww. it has the same kind of vibe now as to what we're reading about the killer. Mm-hmm. So once okay. again, I don't know if that was influenced by movies like The Killer or not. I'm sure it was. Yeah, it could be. If we've got our, yeah, if we've got a timeline. Right here, the transporter. So, um, are there movies like in this genre that you would watch? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. It, it's not. It's more the on the martial arts end than on the killing spree. You know, gun and but Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is one of my favorites. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Um, and I think it stars the same guy. If I'm looking at the right, uh cast list so uh and that that was really a girl power movie if you <laughs> if you really look at it it's <laughs> there was some kick-ass women in that one right uh but um yeah i've seen a little bit of influence there also in the the fact that when i when i watched it in the theater it wasn't even in english it was in like it was in cantonese and you had to read the subtitles 
and it still was like the most popular movie. It was like the number one box office movie and won, you know, a, a ton of awards. So I think it says something to the fact that these movies can, you know, number one, carry a story in addition to just being about, you know, having a lot of uh, fight scenes. Right. And number two, about the acceptance of the American audience when it comes to, you know, taking this fable just out of completely out of a different culture and running with it and, you know, I'm backing it, and, you know, believing in it. So, so yeah, I'm not, I haven't watched the John Wick. Uh, I have maybe seen a few, you know, clips here and there regarding Enter the Dragon, or maybe I've seen like pieces of it in the wrong order, you know, different <laughs> times. But uh, I've not, you know, it's not really my my genre. You have to, you know, it has to have a lot to it, like Crouching, Crouching Tiger does. So. Yeah, Enter the Dragon. Uh, I mean, to me, that is the end all be all. I I've <laughs> actually seen that one several times. Um, and if it's one of those that if I'm changing the channel and I come across it, which I never do, um, I'm I would stop. I would I would stop and probably watch it to the end. I um I love that movie. Uh, you know it. It's, it's got a lot of layers to it. Um, even mm. though you know, I guess if you just you know piecemealed it together and you only saw certain parts then it would be yeah it's just you know a bunch of martial art fighting but you know i guess but it's it's cool yeah cool it's choreographed well yes you know it's it's kind of it, it almost had like a campy feel to it but i think that's kind of the the way that it it has aged um <laughs> or maybe it's just the individual scenes and kind of the the um the sound of like the the exclamations I think <laughs> were kind of comic book like to me. Yeah. But uh, but that's kind of watching in retrospect as opposed to being kind of immersed in it from start to finish. Back when it was more contemporary, you know. Right. So I don't want to be too judgmental. Yeah, and I'll <laughs> admit though, I'll admit there, there, there's there's portions of it that run a little long that are a little yeah. slow. Um, but I think, you know, if you, you know, you invest the time, it helps the story. Um, mm -hmm. so I'll uh, buy that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm a fan of Enter the Dragon. I, I, I don't know if, you know, I would get the same vibe watching the killer. Um, <laughs> so it's interesting because, you know, I, I feel a lot of people have heard of Enter the Dragon. Um, oh, yeah. but I don't know a lot of people that have heard of The Killer. No, I hadn't really heard of it. Yeah, really before this it. list, I'm like, okay, where did this come from? <laughs> um, so the million-dollar question is, now that what we know about it or what we've discussed, is it something that you would make an effort to watch? Hmm. Uh Maybe eventually. I don't know if I'm if it's the type of thing where I, I would say, all right, I'm going to sit down and watch this right now. Uh, you know, like right after this call or what have you. I'm going to watch this this weekend or right. tomorrow. Uh, but maybe eventually, you know, if, if there's an opportunity to look for it. Uh, it might be the kind of thing I want to, you know, go run past my husband, who is a big John Wick fan and has watched all those movies, and ask him if he recalls this. Okay. You know, because it might be more fun to watch with him, you know, to watch with somebody who's – a little more familiar with, you know, has a more broad uh, knowledge of this whole genre. Right. And more, you know, more more deep appreciation for it, I guess. Right. 
So that's something I might check into. All right. Well, I guess, you know, coming from the guy, I've watched the John Wick movies. I love the John Wick movies. Um, and, you know, now that what I've said about, you know, Enter the Dragon, you know, put me on the couch, you know, on a, you know, late Friday night. I'm up, you know, by myself. Nobody else, you know, is controlling the TV. I'm searching for something to watch. And let's say I come across this on one of the streaming channels. I'm not clicking OK to watch it. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> OK, Be, because, I, you know, there's so much other stuff that I have. I want to watch right now, um, uh-huh. you know, and if my list was completely devoid of things that I've been wanting to catch up on or watch, then maybe yes. But everything else has got to be gone before that. And chances are this may never that may never happen. <laughs> Maybe not. I got I actually have to kind of invest a little bit more in, in adding some more contemporary things to my lineup. Actually, I've been talking to the people over at a uh, um, couple places like uh, Scream Rant and Pop Sugar and stuff to see if I can do some writing for them. So, OK, you know, I can't just write retro. So I may have some other, you know, some other newer things to catch up on. Sure. But. Um, so I can I can appreciate that like there's just so much to watch. Yeah. So is this gonna make the cut or yeah. is it good enough to read about it? <laughs> I want to yeah. talk about it tonight. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean I'm being you know I'm trying to be you know critically honest with myself and you know I like I said you know the not like I have a physical list you know but. Right now, uh, you know, there's like a TV show called The Titans, which is on HBO Max that I'm uh, a season behind on. And I just reinvested the time to get associated with it again. And now I'm hooked again. So, Mm -hmm. like, I got a whole season to watch there, you know, and we just finished Cobra Kai, you know, and it was just kind of like, you know, all this stuff just kind of comes along. And then now I'm interested in that whole Boba Fett thing. Um, ah, so, yeah, we tried to watch that, but we couldn't even get it to play. It must have been breaking oh, really? the internet. We tried to watch it over, over New Year's. Right. <laughs> it was so, so popular, I think you couldn't even get the Disney Channel didn't even have enough bandwidth. <laughs> no, I haven't even seen the last Ghostbusters movie. I mean, there's, there's, I just saw that. I just saw that. So, so, so like and things just keep coming up, you know, and yeah. popping in there. Um, and so I, I don't really see you know, that the killer is ever going to be at the top of the list. Okay, well, at least you're honest. Yeah, you know. I was trying to see if there might be some, you you're, know. You're giving about... it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just being nice. But sometimes, you know, you, you watch a movie and it and you like it a lot more than you expected. And it, like say, well, does The Crow fall into this category? Because I love The Crow. Yeah, yeah, actually, so you know. The Crow was a really cool movie. It was, completely. <laughs> Um, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe there's some elements about this that would be similar to the crow, and that would interest me. Mm-hmm. But I guess I need somebody to basically, you know, I don't know, grab me by the collar and say, you know, look, Dave, you know, you're gonna love this movie. You have to watch it. <laughs> um, and then then I would I would perk up, but I, I'm not hearing that voice. Um, mm-hmm. so okay, if there's somebody out there that is diehard the killer and loves the movie and for whatever reason says you know what you guys really need to make the time and watch it 
then go ahead, drop us an email at mcfly at bonsairetroclub.com. I'd love to hear your comments. Um, but right now I'm sitting on the fence of <laughs> I'm not going to make time. I'm being honest. Okay. Well, we know where you stand. Yeah. Uh, all right. So um, coming up next, though, might have something a little more to talk about. Repo Man. <laughs> So, Repo Man. Yeah, number 56. <laughs> Very culty, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, Suzanne, you got anything else to, I guess, to close on for the killer? Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to bone up a little bit on, <laughs> on the assassin films. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, there, you know, there seems to be a lot of praise out there on, on the internet on how, how, on John woo and how this all got started so you know like i said i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt and figure that it it you know could be kind of, there could be something influential that happened in this film you know yeah that, it made the list for some reason right? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of high on the list is the thing yeah it's and like it's number 150 <laughs> yeah and it seems to be based on the rotten tomatoes listing and i don't know how that is kind of tabulated i don't know either but they seem to have a lot of sway yeah they do they, <laughs> everybody out there on the internet quotes them true true and and well i mean i mean they're powerful enough that i'm you know devoting 140 episodes to them that's right so you know they've got some sort of sway on me as well <laughs> okay. and actually that was actually kind of funny um i i forget what it was oh, oh i think it was the latest uh spider-man movie um no way home um, my son, mm-hmm. he's like even quoting like the, you know, the Rotten Tomatoes score. Really? Yeah. I'm like, really? Come on. When did you become <laughs> that guy? When did you, when did we become, you know, the, you know, I'm following the reviews kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, I might have to become that guy. Like I said, if I do get to write for some of these other publications I've been checking into, because everybody's either quoting Rotten Tomatoes or Reddit or, you know, it's like the, the, the hammer's already come down on everything, you know. You just have to go by what, what these few uh, sources have said. Right. And not that I like that. I think I think it's a little derivative, but you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of the trend. So I'm willing to go with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as like for me, you know, like I said, I I I'm a fan of the genre, um, but I mean, I didn't make time for it in the late '80s. Um, I'm not going to make time for it now. Yeah, so it blew its window to get you interested. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yep. Um, all right, so with that, this is the part where we remind people we do still have a website out there. It's yeah. com. So, um, yeah, we've, we've maintained it as far as, like, keeping it up. We've paid the bills, so uh, – it's still available to you, so go out and check it out. out. There. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to update it a little bit because we did get an award that we need to uh, yeah. uh, showcase on that. Yeah, um, I'll send you pictures. <laughs> yeah, so Suzanne, uh, what was the award again? It was the W3 Awards. We are a 2021 20, silver winner for three different podcast episodes. Outstanding. That was, I don't have all three of them in front of me, but one was uh, Best 1980s New Wave Albums, 
which we did a whole series on that one. Yeah. And I think the what one was the Friends anniversary. Yep. Uh, yep. Episode. And yes, the 1970s television commercials, which we did not long ago. That's a more recent one. <laughs> yeah. So, the uh, uh, the Friends one. That was when I had you uh, yeah. doing the imitation of Janice. <laughs> yeah, to Janice. I don't know yeah. if I get to Janice right now because my throat is a little off, but. <laughs> And I was changing channels. I came across Friends, and it was a Janice episode, and I thought of you. So. Oh my God. They're perfect. Perfect. With the horse voice. <laughs> okay, so you asked for it. There it is. Yep. Yeah, that was that the the one where uh, she was actually breaking up with Ross, and he goes, "You're breaking up with me. Let me get this straight. You're breaking up with me." It's hilarious. I just it, it still makes me chuckle. Yes, yes. <laughs> she has some good scenes. Yeah. All right. So this yeah. is uh, since we remind you the website is out there. Um, we're going to head close for now. Uh, what we normally say at the end of these things is just to be excellent to each other and yeah. uh, have a good whatever because we have no idea when you're listening to this. <laughs> bye bye. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel Sad! Hey, Bonsai! 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 Bonsai!